0: Two of my greatest loves are eating good food and talking about my experiences with talented men and women of the World Wrestling Federation. And can you take the heat? More like fills the bill on both fronts. In this cookbook, you will enjoy a wide variety of delicious recipes from all of the superstars, even a few recipes that have been in my family for generations. And we'll get an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at the most talented sports entertainers in the world. Good Groceries and the World Wrestling Federation, an unbreakable tag team. Jim Ross Introduction to Can you take the heat What cooking up some
1: recipes gonna give-
0: So, I'm here with you. Ja- <laughs> we should probably like do some sort of introduction or something like that.
1: Yeah. Wait, don't we have wrestling names?
0: We do. Which ones? Um, and we can also like tell people to name us, too. We can like drop an email address or something. Yeah. And, like, send us. If you would like to give us a nickname for the next podcast or something like yes, that. Yes.
1: But I'm Jacqueline the Mahler Maynard right now, right? Sure. And you're Pearl Vixen or what are you? Skull Audio? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that sounds good. Skull Audio Jones? That sounds pretty that's, sweet. That's
1: pretty sweet. Yeah.
0: My name is Bradley Skull Audio Jones. With me is Jacqueline the Mahler Mailer. Hey. How are you, Jacqueline? I'm great. How are you, Brad? I'm fantastic. What are we doing? What is this podcast? This podcast? The first episode. This
1: is uh, us sharing our love of food and wrestling. Yes.
0: That's pretty much it. That That, sums it up right there.
1: Yeah. That's how uh, we started. That's what we'll do.
0: How did it start? I remember you asking me something like about a month ago.
1: Were we just talking about food and wrestling and I said I want to do a podcast?
0: We weren't talking about anything. You just bluntly (laughs) brought it up. It's like, we should do a podcast about wrestling and food. And then I immediately, before you started finishing... I said, yeah. Okay. And then I want to be doing that.
1: Yeah. And we have this sweet cookbook. Can You Take the Heat? Can You
0: Take the Heat by Jim Ross, mostly. I
1: kind of suspect that not all these recipes are the wrestlers'
0: recipes. So if you go to the very back of the book, um, uh-huh. it's called <laughs> Can You Take the Heat? You can find it on Amazon or get it from your library if you want to like follow along with us. We'll be posting recipes on Instagram and Twitter and things like that. It's written by Jim Ross, Jan Ross, Kevin Kelly, who works for WWE, Doris Foot, who, who I don't know who that is. <laughs> all the World Wrestling Federation personalities are credited as the recipes. All of them. So there is The Rock didn't really Write the chocolate chip cookie recipe. Unfortunately,
1: uh, he probably doesn't even eat chocolate chip cookies, though. He's too buff.
0: I, I doubt it. Yeah, or he eats a lot of them. One or the other. He like has that cheat day that he always does. <laughs> does
1: he have cheat day? I don't. F- I feel like he doesn't. He
0: does. He says he he posts photos to Instagram, which I guess you're not following the Rock on. Instagram. I
1: am absolutely following a- the Rock on Instagram.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he has uh, his cheat days where he has like 30 pizzas, and he says he's going to eat all of them, and then he eats all of the pizza.
1: I've not seen video. That's he's the Rock. And I'm why not... wouldn't he? Well. That's a good point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if, I mean, he's got a killer bod, but he works out. He can lose those calories. It doesn't matter what goes in there. He'll, he'll put them back out. That's true. So, inside this cookbook, there's a lot of different recipes. A lot. They're mostly, um, I want to say like grocery store recipes. <laughs> I don't know how you would quite classify them. But I mean, they're very like, buy a can of Hormel chili.
1: I would classify them as American. They're just-
0: American food American
1: recipes. grocery store. That's a good category. American
0: grocery store. I think so.
1: Yeah, it's a wrestler yeah. on it's the road
0: can cook these. Ingredients just go to the store, you get them, and you just put them in a pot and then call it a day.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of, well, there's not a lot. There's like no instructions on how to cook these. Very limited.
0: No. I had three <laughs> steps read? in a recipe today. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out the other steps that I needed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. And one of the steps is just serve with rice or tortillas. That's not
0: even a step. <laughs> yeah, that's more of a suggestion than anything. You yeah. should just have an asterisk with it. Like, oh, <laughs> this would also be good with this. But no, yeah, counted as a step.
1: In his own, this is Jr's recipe. We cooked both of Jr's recipes today, and in his own recipe, he says that he doesn't like to use two of the ingredients in his own recipe when he makes his own recipe. It's just very confusing, right? Yeah, why would he
0: put ass. it in a book if he doesn't like to eat the thing he likes to eat? I'm very confused. Getting into it, I'm following the ingredients to a T. Essentially, I'm cooking is called the heel, which means if it's in the recipe, I'm cooking it. If it's bad for you, I don't care. I'm putting it in the meal. There are some of these recipes that have white bread in them. I'm so (laughs) sad that I have to cook with white bread, but I'm going to do it for the podcast. Jacqueline, how are you cooking recipes? I am
1: cooking them based on my own dietary restrictions, which are gluten-free and dairy-free. And I am so glad that I do not have to use white bread and Hormel chili, for instance.
0: We're calling Jacqueline's recipes the face recipes. If you're not familiar with professional wrestling, which you, you don't need be. to be to listen to this podcast, but we are going to be using some jargon. and some, We're going to be talking about it quite a bit, mixing it in. Yeah. But a heel is basically the bad guy. A face is essentially the good guy. So if you want bad for you food, follow Brad's meal. If you want good for you food, follow Jacqueline's meal.
1: Yeah. Or just better tasting.
0: Yeah, probably better tasting. Because there are are things that I would want to add to a lot of these recipes. I'm not gonna. I'm going to cook it as written. It's so hard to do
1: just, that. I admire you.
0: I so badly wanted to use hot sauce today. and I'm going to want to see that for almost every recipe. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to do it. I'm Onions. Gonna... Onions
1: was a big one for me.
0: How are you going to go around like substituting proteins and things, Jacqueline?
1: Well, um, today I didn't, and I'm really regretting it right now. My belly feels <laughs> you... <laughs> terrible. I haven't eaten beef for like two straight years, and I did today.
0: You went with the recipe just down the line today? No,
1: not... <laughs> Not down the line at all. I just did the beef because I didn't feel like going to the faraway grocery store and getting buffalo. I just I normally don't eat beef and I, I, I can honestly say I won't ever do it again. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this this recipe turned you off to beef before we even get into what it is. <laughs> For sure. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh so the protein is is good. I might substitute some vegetarian things like Chickpeas are a good one. I don't know why he, for instance, in this recipe, only used half a can. That's really difficult. I
0: use my whole can. I did. I did, too. I did say if followed it to the tea, <laughs> but I was like, I'm not gonna just waste a half a can of chickpeas. Right,
1: because that's so not awkward. I'm gonna substitute for dairy. I'm gonna use coconut and almond milk kind of substitute things. And then what else do we have? Oh, gluten. I just have a like one to one ratio gluten free flour mix that I use.
0: That should be exciting. It was really good to not eat white bread.
1: Yeah, I'm always excited to not eat white bread does it but it doesn't say <laughs> i haven't eaten white
0: bread since i was <laughs> maybe like nine years old and my mom fed me a bologna sandwich not May even a the grilled cheese.
1: Time. what do you use for grilled cheese these days
0: i just use wheat bread oh okay. rye bread whatever bread okay do it up yeah i'm not picky so yeah we are going to be dropping like random food knowledges and recipes and things i am just kind of like an average cook Jacqueline has at one point been paid to cook. I she am in currently a store. I'm
1: currently still.
0: Yeah. <laughs> being paid to Jacqueline to gets bake. paid to cook for a living. I do. I'm just kind of um I cook for myself, but I I think I'm a pretty good cook. So
1: I feel like We're you're the fun wrestler in this, and I'm like the snotty uh Alberto Del Rio, if you will. That's part of the heel
0: face thing. Everyone <laughs> likes to boo the heel and watch him do dirty things. The face never gets cheered. He always just, you know to come out and be the good guy.
1: Gotta be the John Cena. And you can't yeah, see you're me. The John Cena. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll eventually maybe consider doing video integration. But this is just a pilot episode, so just setting the table. Get that? Get a pun I- huh? right in there. Huh? hmm I'm gonna try to use as many kitchen related words as I can. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be annoying. But you're gonna love it, so who cares?
1: I'm gonna try and jam as much wrestling bits in as I can. They'll be awkward and awful. We're not gonna have any listeners. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess we can kind of like, since it's the first episode, we can talk about the book a little bit more before we get into what recipe we cook today. Yeah. Pretty much it's the 19, late 1990s, early 2000s wrestlers. We have um, Mick Foley, Gang Grill, China. There's a couple of people that I don't even recognize. Really? Yeah, I think so, but I I maybe know them. But there's like Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, The Rock, yeah. Billy
1: Gunn is in here a lot.
0: Yeah, there's uh, Eddie Guerrero, Jerry Lawler has a few recipes in here. There's a few appetizers. Most of this book is the main meat. Meals, I would say. And then there are some side dishes and some desserts and even some very questionable beverages.
1: There's some breakfast I'm pretty excited about.
0: (laughs) I didn't even see that section. It's a whole section. This is just like cooking an egg. Yeah, pretty much.
1: (laughs) There's pancakes. (laughs) The rock has pancakes. I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, that'll be good. Most of the recipes are gonna be things that you've already probably cooked, pancakes and stuff like that. And it's always odd to me when I get a cookbook and it's like a bagel and egg sandwich. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you just cook an egg in a bagel. Yeah. What's, well, you need a recipe for this.
1: Well, and it's good that these recipes are not involved because that's pretty much what it says.
0: I felt a little like cooking today when we were making our dessert. But yeah. I don't know. But when I just made our our main today, I just put everything in a pot.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about the dessert portion.
0: Yeah, I have lots to talk about the dessert. Yeah. Actually, I had some <laughs> I had some issues in the kitchen for just a little bit of a me
1: too. Interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for that. We're going to be cooking every recipe in it.
1: Every single one. Well, every no, single no no no.
0: Well, with the one exception. There's one serious and one exception. exception and one very much exception. And then maybe we do want to talk about that now, or do you want to leave that as a? I mean, I
1: mean however,
0: we want to do it. Mm.
1: Well, let's just get into it. There's a okay. recipe for cooking dog in here, and we'll not be cooking dog.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a <laughs> there's a recipe. The one of the ingredients is a live chihuahua. Live, and that is in here because professional wrestling is the weirdest, most amazing, wonderful thing that's ever existed. Yes, there was a storyline between Big Boss Man and El Snow, if I'm correct.
1: Yes, El Snow, but Big Boss Man. Let's just pause for a minute and just go ahead. He's just incredible. He's one of the best villains there has ever been.
0: Didn't start that way in the '80s. He was a good guy. He was, and people he... loved the Big Boss Man.
1: I. I don't get it. I never did, personally.
0: I liked the big boss man as a kid. He, like, carried that sweet stick. He could, like, fling it around. And he, like, wore, like, a cool outfit in the ring. He was one of those job wrestlers. I mean, like...
1: (laughs) Yeah, like the village people.
0: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But he, like, he was able to pull it off. Like, he wore a cop suit. He handcuffed people to the ring. Was all in on the gimmick.
1: He was, but I didn't think his outfit was cool. There was no neon. There was no fringe. There was zero animal print.
0: It just looked like a cop. And he was, like, coming down to do a job. He's, like working of the day and wrestling at night
1: yeah he didn't even have a mullet though like there was no grease there was no body oil he was fully clothed yeah
0: he was always like a big dude even up until really late in his career but he had a long career like 30 years or something like that
1: yeah is he alive still or is he one of the dead ones
0: he's dead yeah unfortunately.
1: there's there's going to be a lot of wrestlers in this cookbook that are deceased yeah <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> and there's still that one questionable wrestler which we will cook his recipes if you don't know what we're talking about it's chris benoit maybe you're a fan of wrestling Maybe you're a fan or not even if you're not a fan of wrestling you probably know who Chris Benoit is if you just of what happened. type
1: in Chris Benoit into your google search bar you'll find out why we're hesitant about
0: to talk yeah <laughs> to even
1: mention him it's just awkward he used to be my brother's favorite wrestler
0: I used to really like him growing up he was a very un- he was a short guy he was he vicious was very strong <laughs> he mm-hmm.
1: was vicious
0: he was vicious. Everything he did looked like it hurt people. Yeah. His suplexes were crazy when he put his, like, arms around you. It was just, he had, like, insane veins in his arms.
1: He had a little snarly face.
0: He was the rabid Wolverine.
1: That's making. what it was, the Wolverine. Yeah. hmm But getting back to Al Snow and Big Boss Man. After okay, yeah. <laughs> Big we Boss sidetr- we Man. We sidetracked. We did. This will happen a lot. So. Hey, oh
0: yeah he used to it <laughs>
1: <laughs> the big boss man went from your era where he was like your average police dude and then he yep. militarized and then he got crazy
0: vince McMahon essentially put him in a swat gear yeah outfit and then drove him to insanity or something like that
1: something like that i don't know how to even describe al
0: snow he's just a weird dude he's maybe like split personality in a way he's always talking to a stuffed head called head mm-hmm. called head he has the word head written on his forehead? It is. Or is it, it says okay? No, yeah. it's on El so it's, Snow-
1: it's written on El Snow's forehead backwards. But I okay. think the head doesn't have it. I'm not All
0: saying. right. So he was just like an insane guy that would hit people with this fake head and he had long hair and he was just like a generic wrestler guy.
1: He would headbang a lot. That was like his thing. He would headbang to his own music when he's like running down.
0: He's as if Andrew W. K. was a wrestler. Oh how my how god,
1: he is! <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. And he had a chihuahua that he loved.
0: There's a storyline where he had a puppy. I believe he a cute little he chihuahua. He loved it
1: so much,
0: and he it was feuding with the big boss man. I believe it was even like a hell in the cell or a steel cage match or something. It like that. It was a big one, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't even know what movie it's aping. Maybe Silence of the Lambs. I'm forgetting right now. I don't know. But big boss man essentially makes El Snow a delicious meal because he was dinner. gonna.
1: They were gonna bury the hatchet to their rivalry.
0: They were gonna call it quits. This was be the, the final outs. Eat this dinner with me, big boss man and El Snow, and then we're done. El
1: Snow loved it.
0: El Snow loved the meal. Loved it so much. You can YouTube. All of these things that we're talking about, we'll probably even like send links and things if we can manage to like make show notes. But, <laughs> but big boss man, big reveal: the chihuahua was in the food Al Snow was eating. Al Snow has been a distraught and a desperate man as to play. heartbroken because of the abduction of his dog Pepper. Well, without a doubt, I mean, you know, uh, Pepper is is Al Snow's closest friend. Big boss man abducted Pepper. It was a dog napping and, and Al Snow has been, I mean, he's been heartsick ever since. And you know, Bossman asking for ransom. And what Bossman did was, he said, Al Snow, you give me a hardcore title shot. I'll give you back Pepper. The only problem was, Bossman didn't uphold his end of the bargain. No, he took the hardcore title. Plus, he took Pepper after the match was over. Okay, but you know what? Al,
1: comp- he continued to beg and I think that Bossman... I so once had a little dog ways. when I was a kid. It ran away. I figured out a way to make this whole thing up to you. You come to my hotel, you find my room next Thursday, I will personally hand you pepper. And El Snow threw up, and I threw up watching it. This is before yes. I knew that it wasn't all real, which is, that might be giving too much away of how late I thought this was all real until <laughs> 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 might yeah, have been so, a teenager. <laughs>
0: so there, there's the old, what people who don't know about wrestling or don't like wrestling say, you know it's fake, right? It's like, well, yeah, I like it because it's fake. I like, you know, going to the movies or going to the theater because right. it's not real people doing things. But, it's not reality TV.
1: However, they really are doing all those things physically. They just, yeah, it, it's not a surprise to them what's no. coming. But they are really broken people now because of all the things they did for your entertainment. So appreciate it.
0: Lots of concussions, lots of chair shots, especially in this era that we're talking about. Ooh.
1: This is the Attitude Era, correct? This book? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. This, this book is copyright... I thought it was 2000.
1: That sounds about right. I'm
0: looking for the Big Boss Man recipe so I can just get it out of the way right now and talk about it. Don't know what page it's on. We have the book in front of us, which is essentially going to be our Bible to the show.
1: It is copyright 2000. That is confirmed.
0: All I'm seeing is Big Boss Man's pepper <laughs> steak. Is that the, is That's that the it. dog recipe? <laughs> that is it. <laughs> oh, boy. I think oh, it's on no. the page okay. before. Yeah, there's a fake recipe and then the real recipe.
1: The fake one is for the dog.
0: Uh, Jacqueline, go ahead and turn to page, um, 69, so after... Ap- ap- ah,
1: yeah. wrestling. Get, get that out of the way. <laughs> this is so good.
0: Can you read me the introduction to this big boss man's pepper steak?
1: The TV storyline in which the boss man grilled Al Snow's chihuahua pepper. Oh, God, that was the dog's name.
0: Oh, no. Oh, that's why it's called pepper steak. That's so
1: sick. <laughs> this is a prime example of the boss man's rather unique sense of humor.
0: Note, do not prepare this recipe. The boss man insists we include it, but the real Recipe for pepper steak is on the next page.
1: The boss man says this recipe is best for the southern aware cook as its preparation is traditional in most southern dishes. Also, I don't advise those with weak stomachs to prepare this dish.
0: Now, the ingredients are one can bacon drippings, one live chihuahua, one onion peeled and chopped, one green bell pepper seeded
1: and chopped. But I have a problem <laughs> with this. Where, yeah, where in any sort of like lore or stereotype do southern people eat dog i thought that oh was like boy. i thought that was like I a korea I'm is it like a sure. south korea joe jabber or...
0: i don't know I there's mean... some questionable things in the 2000s and this book is representing all of them
1: <laughs> yeah sexism racism they've got the whole bag
0: it's all covered in here if there's yes. a lady recipe that lady is wearing a bikini or something very scantily clad nude, in this book or
1: like a, a sex pose perhaps yeah
0: yeah, a little sexy pose. All the guys are like small pictures or covered up or whatever, but, I mean, it's a sign of the times. What can you say?
1: I mean, this was the golden age, really. The second. The second golden age.
0: <laughs> can, can you read, uh, there's a title that says dog preparation. How do I prepare oh. this recipe, Jacqueline?
1: Ugh, <laughs> oh, this is awful. Ca- <laughs> <laughs> Catch it. Hold back feet firmly. Step on parts. I'm assuming parts. that means balls. Step sack? on parts. Use a I guess boy so. dog. This is the worst.
0: These are spo- this is supposed to be funny, but it's, it's very disturbing.
1: Setting, Cause I yeah. thought this was real. This is ugh. skin and gut it. You can use the fur for hats, gloves, coat trim, and so on.
0: As if you were Corella Deville and this is what your job was.
1: <laughs> right. Except it's not a Disney movie ending. Boil until the meat falls from the bones. Tear the meat into chunks.
0: Why do they go on to such <laughs> great lengths to make this seem real? Is my question.
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: because there's, it says like how to even deal with like bacon drippings, and that seems like a real way to do it. Like before that, oh my gosh, I just don't want.
1: This I'm concerned for the people who who don't know that wrestling is staged. I'll not use the f word, but staged, and I'm worried uh-huh. that that some like sociopath, that someone out there
0: cooked a chihuahua, has
1: done this. People have done... Has
0: cooked a Chihuahua.
1: Probably. I mean, maybe in the South. It could be. Maybe this is something from Big Boss Man's childhood, and this is why he is the way that he is. I don't know.
0: Oh, no. It explains a lot, I guess.
1: Or maybe JR. I mean, he's got... JR's got some intense eye action going on in all these pictures of him, and it makes me very uncomfortable.
0: And if you guys don't know who JR is, he was a wrestling announcer pretty much the entire Attitude Era in the 90s and the 2000s. The only
1: way you wouldn't know who he is is if you've never watched wrestling, because he announces
0: everything. Yes. He's incredible. Until he is the recently. voice of wrestling.
1: He's the best. Like, nobody mm-hmm. tops him.
0: No. No, 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 no. And that's kind of why we picked him as our recipes for today. He wrote the book. He's, like, the main reason, you know, we can even do this because his book exists. Yeah. Jim Ross. What a great guy.
1: What a great guy. And uh,
0: he's, still, he's still calling uh, matches, even though he has Bell's Palsy, like, really bad. And
1: Oh, shit. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why his, like, jaw is, like, hardly talks sometimes. But he says he's getting better, and, you know, he's got a podcast, if you guys want to check out JR's podcast it's pretty good but.
1: I honestly thought that was a southern thing I had no idea
0: oh yeah <laughs> so I think we're ready to get into the first recipe Let's let me think it. if there's anything else we want to say but I don't think there is great
1: announcer not so great cook
0: not so great cook <laughs> I don't know <laughs>
1: All right. Well, I don't know.
0: It remains to be seen because he did do every recipe in here, so there's got to be something. I'll say the dessert was good that we're gonna be dessert
1: was good. Let's let's get into the entree. Yeah,
0: let's get into the entree. Jr's Tex Mex stew. This stew is great on a cold night, and it's even better the next day. Always the mark of a good dish. In parentheses, I prefer to eliminate the corn and chickpeas, which are not (laughs) not on my top ten vegetable list. Why? Of course, the quality of the meat makes a big difference. Remember, the leaner, the better. This stew is also good if you're taking a long car trip with your buddies because the black beans can become a good conversation piece, which I guess just means they fart a lot.
1: Do, but does that mean that like your butts are talking to each other or you talk about your butts? I didn't that understand could, that. That
0: I would assume talking about your butt, but now that you said that first part, I'm leaning towards, it's because you're farting a lot, and the the conversations are the farts.
1: Okay. (laughs) Uh, Gross. Yeah, real gross. (laughs)
0: The ingredients are one-half pound lean beef chunks, one cup JR's barbecue sauce, one cup bottled salsa, one-half or one ounce package reduced sodium taco seasoning. One half canned chickpeas, one cup frozen corn, one canned black beans, three quarters cup freshly chopped cilantro.
1: I have an issue with calling chickpeas a vegetable because there really are no vegetables in this
0: stew. Um, Cilantro? Salsa? I had vegetables in my salsa that I used.
1: I did too. I did too.
0: And the salsa is basically tomato.
1: I mean, that's really stretching it. Also, just right off the bat, the basis for a stew being equal parts salsa and barbecue sauce is just bizarre
0: this was bizarre <laughs> i will say like when i got done cooking my thing all the water was gone it was just a mush together it
1: was so dry
0: yeah it was very dry i've got notes <laughs> i also used uh, a can of corn instead of frozen corn because that's what, just what i can
1: i used organic frozen corn
0: i used a uh, a bottle of salsa that's familiar um with us called uh, I'm forgetting the name of it. The, the Jack's Special Salsa. Oh, my oh, God. Garden yeah. Salsa. Jack's. I garden Salsa. Yeah. And I used the whole package of taco seasoning because mm. it was 1.25 ounces. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just not going to save that 0. 0.25 ounce. It's going all in. Yeah. You might as well. And then the full can of chickpeas.
1: I did two pounds of beef because I couldn't be bothered to weigh out half a pound from the package I bought from the store. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, we both used JR's Oaky Smoky Gourmet Barbecue Sauce, if I'm not yep, mistaken. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. I used uh, Mrs. Renfro's habanero hot salsa because I knew I couldn't add hot sauce.
0: Yeah, that was a cheaty move. It I was. Like it.
1: it was. And yeah, the whole can of chickpeas. I also put in some green onions because it wow. needs onions. It just does.
0: It really does need onions. But I'm following it by the book. You're you improving on it, alternating it.
1: I should have put in like half a whole onion.
0: I would have totally added onions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It yeah, you're
0: really, I, I would have cut up probably a red onion, maybe in like a regular onion. I'd maybe even add like mushrooms or yeah, I was thinking about that. more tomatoes or something.
1: I basically, if I would have done this myself, I just would have made chili instead. <laughs> is what I kind of got from this.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to use the barbecue sauce, which is definitely the main difference here. That's like a regular stew or chilies. Instead of using a tomato base, we're using that barbecue sauce. But I, I will say that the, the beef came out really nice and tender for me. Really? I really like the way it cooked, yeah.
1: Mine was so dry, though.
0: Yours was so dry. Mine was good. I only used one pound of beef. You used, you used double the beef, <laughs>
1: no I used oh yeah then you did yep <laughs> it said to cook it on high for five hours though and I did but I think it should have been cooked on low for five hours
0: so the first steps in this we'll just go there's only three of them yeah <laughs> mix all the ingredients except the beans and cilantro but chickpeas are a bean, so I gotta talk about that for a second um in a three quart slow cooker cover and cook on high for about five hours until beef is very tender stir in the beans and cilantro and cook for one hour step two step three serve with rice or tortillas <laughs> or tortillas I I say tortillas
1: interesting that's the thing i didn't know about you
0: yep <laughs> it makes about four <laughs> servings which which i say i think i made i ate one and i do have three leftover containers yeah so that, that's about right
1: that's accurate that's maybe the most accurate thing in this recipe
0: <laughs> your stuff was dry that's disappointing super dry.
1: i wonder if my like crock pot is just super intense or i don't know but it was very dry
0: it felt like pulled pork to me like the beefless like really just turned to nothing in my mouth it was good
1: that's what i would have changed the meat for is pulled pork or a buffalo bison type deal
0: yeah that would have been way better or like just like ground uh, meat of some kind either yeah vegetable protein or ground beef
1: pretty much anything but beef because i just don't feel well right now
0: (laughs) i've also never cooked raw beef in a crock pot so i was like i'm sure it'll cook and be fine like i was thinking about getting up early and just like searing it maybe
1: you've never done like a rump roast in a crackpot
0: no Oh no i'm very excited about this book because there are things like that
1: rikishi we have rikishi's rump roast in here yeah
0: there's a a rack of lamb in this book which i'm very excited to cook i will
1: not be cooking lamb
0: and there's a swordfish i want to cook that too did you put the beans
1: in all at once because i did because i think it's insanity to just put them in at the very end
0: i put them in at the very end really how did that work out? just the black beans though
1: Okay, I put them all in right away.
0: I am gonna try to follow the recipe like to the word.
1: Okay, you're not gonna divide cans of beans, cause this is right?
0: Lunacy. Well, I'm not because I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a lunatic, who's just gonna leave a half a can of chickpeas out for some use. I mean, right. chickpeas are great, but I mean, I'm just gonna throw them in there. I'm already cooking. Right. The cilantro disappeared mm-hmm. into the the meal. I, I I love cilantro, but I did not taste it at all.
1: I was really apprehensive about putting that much in. Because it smells three and can soapy. That just looked like a lot on my chopping board there.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of cilantro, three quarters of a cup. I think I just used like a, several sprigs of it. I may not have measured.
1: I measured, and I put even a little extra in because I had extra beef.
0: That's not that like so much cilantro.
1: Yeah, but I couldn't taste it at all.
0: No, it just it's just not in the it recipe. Was the barbecue sauce is pulling all the weight.
1: The barbie I couldn't taste the salsa either.
0: There were like chunks of onion and stuff in my salsa, so that was a little bit cheaty. I also, yeah, there's no salsa taste.
1: That barbecue sauce tastes like a smoky version of, uh, what you call it, Sweet Baby Ray's.
0: Do you like that? did. I you like did. that barbecue sauce? I
1: really was surprised that I liked the barbecue sauce, because usually gimmicky sauce I don't care for. I'll It's buy very it, smoky. It. it is. I appreciated that. But uh, Mm -hmm. it swallowed all the other flavors up.
0: It really did. It just tasted like barbecue sauce when the whole meal was done. But I tasted the barbecue sauce like separately just on a spoon because like I have only had it in the sauce. I was like, what does it just taste like regular? And it's really good.
1: It is really good. It's very thin. Yeah, I like that it's not too thick because Sweet Baby Ray's is a little too thick for me, but I'm excited to use it for something else not this recipe (laughs) right something that just
0: deserves a smokiness i definitely would have added some jalapenos or habaneros definitely just it just needs a little bit of a kick i did eat it with rice and that was great okay and i did eat it with tortillas and it made like little tacos and those were really good
1: so what i did is i had some sweet potatoes that i zhuzhed up in some olive oil and cayenne and what else did i jam in there Brown sugar and paprika. And I baked that off and then I had it over that. And that was really delicious.
0: You basically doubled the amount of ingredients of the recipe. I
1: I sure did. And I would have added more. (laughs) (laughs) I would have made
0: chili. There's just like, I would have added some celery and some
1: carrots, maybe some like pumpkin, canned pumpkin in there to thicken it. Ooh, that
0: would have been nice. Yeah. I have a recipe that I'm going to make this weekend for pumpkin hot chocolate. Oh my god. I'll let you know how that is on our next episode, but that I'm very great. excited to make it. I am all in on pumpkin.
1: Pumpkin is such a hidden protein source. You wouldn't believe. It's so good.
0: It's fall time. I'm going out of my way to eat as much pumpkin as I can. I bought pumpkin yogurt. I'm going to go out Yum. this weekend and buy pumpkin ice cream. I'm going to buy so many pumpkin things.
1: Pumpkin is one of my secret ingredients when I make chili. I always add a can of pumpkin in it, and it thickens it, and it gives it just such a nice like texture and feel in your belly. It's so good.
0: Pumpkin seeds probably would be all right in this, or some sort of something else to give it a little more texture because this ends up just being mush at the end.
1: It really does. It is not delicious. My husband is eating some right now.
0: How is husband liking it?
1: Husband said he made it better. <laughs> he turned it He said he felt like it really wanted to be pulled pork, but it wasn't. So he mm-hmm. fried up some onion and he toasted some buns and he made it like a pulled pork sandwich and he oh, said Oh, that sounds incredible. He said it was delicious. Yeah. <laughs>
0: i enjoyed it i enjoyed eating this dish it was good for like our first thing that we cooked out of this book i'm i was very happy with it yeah i mean there's there's problems with it (laughs) but like as a whole passing grade
1: what would you give it as a grade are we doing a grading system let's do a grading system all right yeah
0: i was thinking like one to five one to five you can do um quarters or whatever
1: what would you wait five being the highest
0: Five being the highest, of course.
1: All right, how many many, uh, stars or how many counts? Oh, let's do a count.
0: Wrestling matches are rated in a five-star format, so it would be apropos if we did use stars. The first recipe right out of the book, it hit the mark where I wanted it to be. I don't want it to be too high because I feel like that would just set the bar in a bad way. True. I don't want it to be too low because it was was good. I'm going to say right... I'm going to give it right in the middle of a 2.5. 2.5 stars out of five for me.
1: All right. Uh, I'm gonna give it a one.
0: Oh no, <laughs> <I> really, <laughs> oh boy, I did
1: not like it, and I feel very sick right now, which is part of my own problem because I can't eat one of the ingredients in it, I guess.
0: So, a 1.75 average for this recipe, it's not great. Jacqueline would never cook it again. Never, I would cook it because this I make stew and stuff all the time, and it's like I use similar things. I might try barbecue sauce next time. It was good.
1: But then you're just adding barbecue sauce to chill. You're not really making this recipe again, right?
0: That's true. <laughs> in fairness, JR wouldn't make this recipe again because he hates chickpeas and he hates corn.
1: He hates things he calls vegetables that are not vegetables. I mean, there's no vegetables in this recipe. I'm really curious the kind of salsa that he uses because I bet it's just like paste or... Tostito salsa or whatever that doesn't have anything in it, anyway.
0: So, I am secretly not secretly because I'm telling you right (laughs) up. I'm taking the Ron (laughs) Swanson approach to a lot of these recipes. If there's like a bottom barrel meat or ingredient or like bottom shelf thing (laughs) that can go in this, this, these foods that we're doing, I'm picking it. All right. I'm using the store brand. Okay. I'm using the stuff that's going to expire. I'm gonna get everything I can on a discount and just go r- full Ron Swanson on this. All
1: right. So I would then be doing the Chris Traeger approach because I'm buying most of the stuff organic from the co-op I work at, locally sourced. All this nonsense, mumbo jumbo, and yours is probably gonna end up tasting better.
0: <laughs> yep. That's exactly like that's exactly what I thought of when I right. I started buying ingredients. I was like, Jacqueline's probably buying like the best stuff." I'm I was trying the bottom to. barrel degrade meat.
1: <laughs> and you, you know, you enjoyed it more though.
0: I did. It was good. <laughs> it was good. But I would never I would I would make something similar, but just not this again. Yeah. It just needs a it needs a little work, but that was JR's Tex-Mex stew.
1: Now I'm really anxious to move on to dessert cuz I'm eating it while we're doing this, if I'm being honest. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Welcome back to Top Rope Chef. This is JR's Granny's Chocolate Gravy. Jacqueline, what the heck did we make for dessert?
1: I mean, I'm still trying to figure that out, but...
0: <laughs> I had so much trouble with this dessert.
1: <laughs> this chocolate gravy?
0: <laughs> this is called chocolate gravy.
1: All right, I'll let you know what he says it is. Granny used to call this one chocolate gravy because she often poured it over homemade biscuits. One summer when we were kids, my city cousins came to visit and they experienced Granny's chocolate gravy for the first time. I think it was a religious experience for them because they still talk about it more than 30 years later. A southern recipe, this sauce is great served over homemade biscuits or apple dumplings. You can also use it over ice cream or any dessert that needs a basic homemade topping. I disagree with most of that.
0: (laughs) So the ingredients list, 2 cups sugar, 6 tablespoons flour, which we'll talk about, 6 teaspoons unsweetened cocoa powder, 6 cups of milk, butter, optional it says,
1: now, did you make what a we... whole recipe?
0: No, I halved this. Yeah, oh so my did gosh. I. The whole recipe, I'll be dead.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no <laughs> I way. I halved it right off the bat.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going heel on all these recipes, yeah. but that would have made so much. You
1: <laughs> already made so much. I have so much in my fridge right now.
0: Me too. So what we're, what we were supposed to do was combine the sugar, flour, and cocoa in a medium saucepan off the heat, stir in the milk. Number two, cook and stir over medium heat until the sauce thickens. Number three, add some butter for extra thickness if desired. And it makes six cups. That's so much.
1: These aren't really instructions. And, I mean, a three-point instruction, if you will, once again, but not really instructions. More like two points. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Step two needed more elaboration.
1: Very much. The
0: cook and stir over medium until the sauce thickens. Oh my gosh! I thought I was just making hot chocolate when I started this recipe. Jack,
1: <laughs> so did I. <laughs> so what did you do? That did you follow it to the letter?
0: So I followed it to the letter. Once I realized that it was just burning in the pan, <laughs> and like not th- thickening up, like no matter how I was stirring. Okay. I added way more flour. <laughs> And I even switched. It, it should say stir with a whisk, I feel.
1: Yeah, that I whisked.
0: <laughs> I moved over to the whisk like right away. But I was adding so much flour to this just to get it even a little bit thicker than it was oh, supposed
1: yikes. to Oh, yikes. Okay.
0: I maybe put 12 tablespoons of flour in mine. <laughs> oh, I just kept, Jesus. like, it would not get thick enough for me.
1: Okay. Did you taste it like while you were going about it?
0: No, I knew it was taste good. I mean, it's just sugar like sugar and cocoa powder and milk. I mean, that's going to taste really good. I was just concerned about getting that consistency.
1: Okay. Now, I used almond slash coconut milk for this, and it didn't... Well, I was tasting it while it was going, and when it was all... It looked like it was almost done. Like, maybe it had five more minutes. I didn't cook it on medium-high heat. I simmered it because I knew it would burn immediately because that doesn't make any sense. It burned for me. It burned for me. Yeah. Um, I did
0: not realize that.
1: And it It still tasted good, though. It didn't taste like chocolate at all, though. No. Did it for you?
0: Did you use the unsweetened cocoa powder?
1: I did. But what I did, because I get to, is I added two ounces of unsweetened cocoa-like bar, that like baking chocolate bar.
0: Oh, that sounds really good. It was
1: so good. That's why I'm eating it right now. It's like a dark chocolate pudding now. I added, I think, an extra couple tablespoons of sugar as well, just because I made
0: it real dark. After I started adding a lot of flour, I did go back and I added a little more sugar Yeah. and a little more cocoa powder. I did use the butter because I optioned to do it because why not?
1: Yeah, I did as well.
0: Go a full heel.
1: I margarined it,
0: and but... it ended up getting to be like a pretty nice thickness. I wasn't okay. So here's the problem with <laughs> cooking pizza. I tried to cook tortillas for the first time like a, like a month ago, like from scratch. From scratch. Whoa. Right from scratch. Uh... And this is a problem that it arose in this recipe and it arose in the other ones. Is what thickness are you looking for exactly. in the meal that you're making? Exactly. Was I looking for a cake batter? Was I looking for hot chocolate? Because that's what it ended up kind of... (laughs) leaning into like it says childhood gravy so i'm like is it supposed to be like thick enough for like a gravy
1: so mine is the
0: consistency
1: of a handy snacks pudding cup
0: okay so that's not bad that's a little thick
1: i feel like it's thicker than they meant to but when you heat it up it gets a little loosey-goosey and that's nice to have over ice cream or you can just eat it like pudding straight out of the fridge and it's very enjoyable
0: so so how are you eating it
1: uh out of a bowl with a spoon right now wow living (laughs) the good life when i made it earlier i did drizzle it over some coconut ice cream i had that was really amazing like a cappuccino flavored coconut ice cream so good
0: that sounds really good
1: yeah i'm really thoroughly enjoying this recipe even though it's not the recipe that he wrote
0: (laughs) i went ahead took his advice i got the ron swanson style pillsbury biscuits no way cooked them in the oven (laughs) put the hot gravy on the biscuits and i was loving it
1: really because it It was
0: so good
1: okay Okay.
0: I was. I made my roommate try some. Like he could not resist, and he just he filled his bowl with the gravy, dumped a biscuit in there, what and went to town,
1: went all in. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Apple dumplings. Those sound great too. I would have loved to have had that, but. I-
1: I'm not a chocolate and apple person. I think that would be disgusting.
0: I mean, yeah, I like anything hot and um, appley. I mean, I'm I'm in for that with chocolate on it. Yeah, I'll go for it. I don't care. Chocolate's gonna be good, man. Okay. But the biscuits, I was surprised. I was expecting I maybe would use more, like I would have buttered the biscuits or put honey. I felt like maybe a honey would have been a nice balance, but I didn't change the recipe, and it ended up tasting really good.
1: Okay. Well. So what would you give this recipe then?
0: Oh my gosh, I don't know. It's it's high up there. You bake a lot more before we get into the ratings. You bake a lot of desserts. Yeah. What would you consider this to be? What is what is JR Granny's chocolate gravy? Is it a pudding? Is it a sauce?
1: I think I boiled it or I simmered it a little too long, and that's why it turned into a pudding. If I would have stopped when I tasted it and thought it tasted like weird marshmallows before I added the unsweetened chocolate, it would have been like a sauce, like a fudge topping sauce, but without the fudge and it just tastes like marshmallows if
0: you do it straight out of the book. I I didn't know if it was supposed to be like like a cake or like pie topping or what, but it was good.
1: I think it would be best used for ice cream topping. That's my favorite so far. But I didn't try the biscuits.
0: You should try the biscuits. That was kind of a fun treat.
1: I might. Gluten-free biscuits are more of a pain than they're worth, so I probably won't. But I'll take your word
0: for it. <laughs> I could imagine if you're a, a little kid and your mom's just cooking up some gravy and biscuits. I can see like how Jr. could get this recipe like stuck and burned into his mind. Yeah. And want it all the time.
1: It's definitely southern. That's all I was gonna say. It it seems like a very <laughs> it's a very southern thing to put a sauce on biscuits.
0: If you're a little kid and it's you know a nice day out and you come home and your granny's in the kitchen making biscuits and chocolate gravy, you are just the happiest kid in the world.
1: I might be happier if I had ice cream, though, if I'm living in the South. I bet he didn't have air conditioning. I feel like I
0: might surprise people at some sort of dinner party or gathering, <laughs> and I might bring JR's granny's chocolate gravy and biscuits.
1: What kind of a dinner party are you picturing serving this at?
0: Just like bring a side, like, like a those fourth kind of, of parties. Like 4th of July? Yeah, it's New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Everyone needs to bring uh, something to pass. I might make JR's chocolate gravy and biscuits. It's pop. Okay,
1: see, I would see this as more of a pregnancy craving.
0: I'm going to cut up all the biscuits. I'm going to put like toothpicks in them. They're going to be like a biscuit fondue. It's going to be so good.
1: Interesting. That sounds very white trash, but I'm into it.
0: (laughs) the fondue is a little more like apropos i think or descriptive of what i feel like this was trying to do
1: yeah okay
0: although i could be wrong because i don't really know
1: i mean does anyone
0: does anyone (laughs) can anyone really tell us what jr's granny's chocolate gravy is i
1: mean maybe jr can he could call in let us know i'm
0: just not noticing that the desserts are labeled the finishing maneuvers which i'm very excited about. oh
1: my god i didn't even look the bottom of the page that's so great oh my god
0: the entrees are labeled the main event so we had a main event and we had a finishing maneuver this evening on the podcast i want you to rate the chocolate gravy for me
1: the chocolate gravy out of five
0: out of five stars. And you can go qu- you can go quarters. You can go halves. You can go quarters. Is
1: this as the recipe as I made it?
0: or? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. As I made it... And also
0: it... maybe maybe also go over again um, your ingredient list for everyone to know what, sure. what you did actually.
1: So I did two cups of sugar and then an extra two tablespoons of sugar. Six tablespoons of a gluten-free... That's a
0: lot sugar. of sugar. It's a lot
1: of sh- Oh, no. I I I'm sorry. I everything on this no, no, recipe. No, 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 no. I lied. I lied. X that out. I did one cup <laughs> and... Two tablespoons of sugar, three tablespoons of a gluten free flour bend blend three ta- three teaspoons of unsweetened cocoa powder, two ounces of unsweetened cocoa baking chocolate bar, and three cups of an almond slash coconut milk blend and
0: no butter you option not to take the butter.
1: I did a vegan butter, which is margarine um <laughs> and how much two tablespoons of that and what are your final thoughts that recipe i would give that a three and a half because i'm really enjoying this as a pudding
0: wow that's really high praise coming from the one point one point of the last one we ate
1: yeah this is way better and it's actually helping my stomach come back to normal reality yeah
0: now what if we combined jr's granny's chocolate gravy into the tex-mex and make like a mole kind of Text Mexi thing. What do you think?
1: I think I would sooner shoot myself in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing I could think of. <laughs> I might rather eat a dog.
0: <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna go as high as you. I think really? I'm putting this at a two in a quarter, two point two five.
1: Even over those biscuits.
0: Well, well, the biscuits give it a little bit of an edge. If you're if you're making this with biscuits, it's a three. No doubt. <laughs> it's a three with the biscuits. But I didn't know what I was really doing when I was cooking this stuff. It was hard to judge the thickness when I was going at it. And maybe it even changed. I'll go back upstairs. I have leftovers. I'll put it, you know, to the test and see what I can do with it. Maybe it's. thickier thickier and creamier now.
1: I feel like you have to cook it until just before you think it's thick enough, because then it'll thicken more when you take it off the heat. It'll still thicken.
0: So going into the biscuits a little bit, it had one of those things that is one of my pet peeves on store-bought goods. It says to cook the biscuits between 13 and 17 minutes. I feel like that's a big (laughs) win.
1: Well, that depends on your oven, though. Like people's ovens are all different. If you have electric, if you have gas, if you have a good oven or a shitty oven.
0: I'm just I'm just saying like what's the line of variance that's acceptable on there? T- 10 to 20 minutes? I mean, how far are we going to get? Like should we just even bother putting that just like, "Hey, cook it till you think it's done." We think it'll be about eh, 15 minutes.
1: So here's the thing. Some people are complete morons and <laughs> they need like a window, but you cook it till they're golden brown. Isn't that usually a caveat on those instructions?
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So it's kind of like making you do the work for it anyway.
1: You check it at the earliest time and if you think it needs, if it's not quite there, then you leave it in for a couple more minutes.
0: That's great cooking advice from a professional chefs. <laughs> I also ran into the the classic Pillsbury problem where you're supposed to rip that wrapper off and then twist the container. Sometimes, like I rip the wrapper off wrong or the container doesn't work right. This one opened up right away. It was great. That's great. Absolutely really happy. with
1: I the can't container. use those because they terrify me.
0: Because of the pop noise.
1: It scares me so bad, unreasonably.
0: It's like a balloon going off. I when can't you're trying it. to open up. Just I don't even know if it's a tube, a tube of biscuits.
1: Yeah. It's a tube.
0: Croissants, cookies, everything can come in a tube when Pillsbury is at the helm.
1: <laughs> is Pillsbury an advertiser on this show?
0: <laughs> it should be. I kind of would love to have some sort of food advertiser. I mean, people enough people order Blue Apron or BlueApron. HelloFresh <laughs> or something. Yeah, we're definitely going to reach out after yeah. this episode to Blue Apron and HelloFresh and all those food companies to get some sweet sweet advertisements
1: also maybe chris jericho
0: heck yeah chris jericho jim ross maybe yeah
1: he might take offense to how much i dislike his (laughs) (laughs) recipe
0: well he even dislikes his own recipe so where is he to say that's true you love the granny's chocolate gravy so you at least have that to go back on
1: i love what i did with it i don't know that that's his recipe Sounds more like yeah. my recipe, but sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People should subscribe to us on Patreon and rate us five stars on iTunes.
0: Go to patreon.com slash topropechef. You can email us topropechef at gmail.com. We're going to be at facebook.com slash topropechef. We're going to be on instagram.com slash topropechef. chef is the name to look for on every social media. We've got a Twitter. We do twitter.com slash topropechef. We'll be posting our recipes and photos and things all over social media, so... Be sure to follow us.
1: And give us five stars on iTunes, even if you don't like the show.
0: Even if you don't like the show. We don't care. And if you do, and if you leave a message on iTunes as a review, leave your favorite professional wrestler, and either Jacqueline or myself will read your review in the style of that wrestler. How about that? That's what you get for five stars. For five stars. It's got to be a five-star review. It It can be a negative written review. But as long as you leave those five stars, (laughs) we will read it. Yes. On our next episode, we're going to be cooking Stone Cold's, Stomp a Mud Hole in Your Steaks and Ribs, Simmering Sauce, and The Rock's Smacaroni Salad. Feel free to follow us on social media to get those recipes if you want to cook along with us, and we'll see you on the next episode.
1: Bye. See ya.